Therefore, you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we begin a new church year as it is now the first Sunday of Advent. And a new year obviously implies a new beginning. And yet at the same time, when we listen to the readings, we see that some of it is looking forward and some of it is looking back. And there is this kind of tension that is there in Advent. It's looking back to the first coming of Christ in order to look forward to the second coming of Christ, to learn from what happened in the first coming so we will be prepared for the second. So in a sense, Advent is taking the two extremes and bringing it into the middle. That, of course, has been spiritually the case, for 2,000 years now. Yet in our day, we also have to recognize what is going on right within our own society and our own world. It's the same basic thing, but now it's happening on the natural level. So our Lord tells us we have to watch. We have to be alert. The reason for that is exactly what we hear in the first reading. The question that we heard from Isaiah is a rather interesting one. He says, Lord, why do you let us wander from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? It's because he's given us a free will. He's given us an opportunity to make a choice. And the choice really doesn't mean a whole lot if it's just dropped in our lap. In other words, if the Lord were present in a way that he was showing himself powerful and obvious, if it was like the Israelites out in the desert where it was a pillar of cloud by day and and a pillar of fire by night, that doesn't require a whole lot of faith. It doesn't really require that we're going to keep our focus on God. We don't have to be very alert and watching when it's just so blatantly obvious. And so God, in his mercy, allows for each one of us to have to make a choice. And in so doing, he hides himself. He is still present. He's right there in the Blessed Sacrament 24 hours a day. But we don't see him doing all these extraordinary things. Of course, he continues to work miracles every day. But oftentimes, they're very hidden from us. And so in that, 
we have to make the choice. Are we going to stay vigilant? Are we going to be alert? Are we going to be watching? Or are we going to look at it as we hear in another parable where the king is delayed in his coming and so they begin not to do their jobs to eat and drink and beat the maidservants and the manservants and do all the things that they're not supposed to do. And when the king came back, he didn't find them watching. He found his kingdom in disarray. I think our Lord gave us that parable for a reason, telling us that when he does come back, things are going to be a bit of a mess because people didn't watch. And it's interesting in the gospel reading what Jesus said. He said, what I say to you, I say to all. To all. Not just to people of faith. To everyone on the face of the earth. Watch. Right now, we're coming to that point. Not of the second coming. To a point where the two extremes are going to be right next to each other. And we have to make a choice. If we look, for instance, at what is going on, just a few weeks back, Time magazine had on its front cover something called The Great Reset. The Great Reset ultimately, I guess, started with Prince Charles over in England, but it's really the brainchild of a man from Germany whose name is Klaus Schwab. And Klaus Schwab is an economist who started this thing that is called the World Economic Forum. They meet each year in Davos, Switzerland. And it is not good. But what they're doing right now, I just assumed that This was just the cover story in Time magazine. But when I looked, it's the entire magazine. It's a whole series of articles about what things are going to be post-COVID-19. The changes that we're going to be able to make in the world. It's exactly what the politicians always talk about when they say, don't waste a good crisis. And so if you've got a crisis, what are you going to bring out of it? And so they're using this COVID-19 situation to be able to say, this is our opportunity. We need a reset. And we have heard those words come out of the mouths of politicians. We've heard those words tragically come out of the Vatican. We have heard those words come from all kinds of different sources. Like I said, it's the entire Time magazine That's how imperative this is to these people. It's about globalism. It's about an entire reset in their mind. Of course, these guys are experts at playing games with the language. So they make it sound real good. And they use words like sustainability. And that's things that we have to do. we got to get rid of this. We have to do that. 
But it's all one goal. And so we need to understand as we sit here today that where we're coming to, as much as they have caused intentionally this massive division in our country, this is not about Republican and Democrat. This is not about liberal and conservative. This is about good and evil. This is about Jesus and Satan. And every last one of us is going to have to make a decision. Because if these people succeed in what it is that they want to do, understand that those who are going to follow Christ will be persecuted severely. Are we going to play their game? Really becomes the question. I will agree with them. We need a reset to get back to what God intended. These people are looking at the mess in the situation in our world today and saying, hey, this is our chance. This is our opportunity. We can reset everything the way that the devil wants it reset. You and I need to look at this and say, we need to reset according to the Lord. St. Paul told us we've got all the gifts necessary and God will keep us faithful to the end. That's a guarantee. But it's not magic. We have to cooperate. We have to do our part. We have to make the choice to be able to say, I will be faithful to the Lord. And that's not just, again, a cutesy generic thing. That's something that needs to be very, very practical. We need to be steeped in prayer. We need to be living our faith. We need to be a light in the darkness. Are we willing to do that? Because this is the point where we are at. The next World Economic Forum meeting, as it is every year, is in January in Davos, Switzerland, once again. The entire meeting this year is about the Great Reset. These people are focused. They are loaded. They are ready to shoot. Are we? The Lord said, watch. We have gone so far astray from God at this point as a world that we literally have come to the point of saying as a world, as a nation, as a people, as individuals, it is a choice between good or evil. That's the choice that we are making. And understand that for what it is. And remember the way that Satan works. If he showed up breathing fire and looking like a dragon, you would say, get out of here. But instead, he shows up looking like a friend. And he talks real nice. And he says exactly what you want to hear in the way that you want to hear it. And he sugarcoats everything and he makes it sound so pleasant and then we buy his lie. It's worked for thousands of years. 
And that's where he has brought the world to today. So the choice is upon us. There is a reset. And it's going to have to be one extreme or the other. There is no middle ground in this. I keep pointing that out. You have to choose one or the other. It is 100% for the Lord or you're with the devil. If it's 50 or 60 or 70% for the Lord, that's not going to work. There is no middle ground. There is no fence sitting in this. We must make a choice. The reset is upon us. We can go and be reset according to the way of Satan, or we can choose to reset ourselves according to the way of God. It is the beginning of a new church year. We have this tradition of making New Year's resolutions. How about choosing to reset our lives according to the way of Christ? St. Paul told us he's given us all the gifts necessary. Are we using them? Are we cooperating with them? Are we really focusing on the Lord? Or are we just going along and being led astray by the way the devil is presenting things and thinking that it all sounds pretty good? Of course it sounds pretty good. Adam and Eve thought the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, what the devil said sounds pretty good. Look what's happened ever since. He hasn't changed his tactic. And so please, look it up. I can't say too much because I don't have a PhD in economics, so therefore... I better shut up about what I'm talking about. You can look it up. It's all there. The Great Reset. Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum. Look it up and see what it's all about. This is the philosophy that's underlying what they're trying to put into practice. Our philosophy is based on Jesus Christ. Those are the two options. And so we have a reset coming. It's going to go one way or the other. And regardless of which way the world chooses, each one of us has to make our own choice. Because the world can choose the wrong thing, and it has been doing that for thousands of years, so we shouldn't be surprised by that. But individually, we have a choice to make. We can say no to the lies of the devil. We can say no to what everybody else is doing. And we can choose Jesus Christ. And we can live it. We can choose to reset according to the way that God created things from the beginning and what he intends for each and every one of us. That's where we're at, the Great Reset. So as we begin this new church year, to recognize again, it's a great blessing. It's not pleasant. It's not going to be fun what's coming. But what a blessing that we are brought to this point where we have to make this choice. We have to go one way or the other. And either we are going to be raised up to be great saints or we're going to go the other way.
remember, we, out of this mess, are going to see the greatest saints that the world has ever seen being raised up. What a blessing. What a gift. The chaos can finally go away and order can be brought if we go back to the way God intended. That's the choice that is ours. That is a great blessing. So God has allowed us to wander as far as we possibly could. And it's now coming to a head. The choice is ours. The great reset in the worldly way. The great reset in the Lord's way. The Lord told us to watch. He told us to be alert. That's where we're at. The choice is ours. Which way will you reset your life?